We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD Podcast, Robert Reynolds, Keon. Guys, Georgia played football Saturday. It feels good knowing that Georgia football's back. But I got to I gotta start the show off with some things that I'm not necessarily the fondest of and I'm not happy about, and that is the fan overreaction to Carson Beck in the offense. Listen. Oh, my God. Man, I'm telling you. If if we're hearing regression and we're hearing boos and shit like this, and we went for 560 yards of total offense and put up 48, 41 offensive points, by the way, um, if if people were pissed off about Bobo for that, uh, I think we're in good hands. Um, Honestly, just leaving that Honestly. there. Just leaving that there. Um, Honestly, I, I just think too many people uh, within the fan base are overreacting. Cause it's like, oh well, we we didn't shut him out. Oh well, we didn't put up a hundred points, guys. We got forty eight. Listen, you're not gonna pull an Oregon and pull eighty one points, which was insane. But at uh, the same time, yeah. we're gonna talk more about this later, right? With that, with that being said, let's start off on a good note here. Keon, first things first, forty eight to seven, Georgia wins. For what it's worth, right? I thought it was a good performance from overall. Got to see a lot of things. Um, what were your takeaways from Saturday from our game? Uh, I just think it was it was good to see some of the some of the young guys get some burn. Um, you know, I've been calling Roderick Robinson a man child uh, this whole this whole off season, and then to finally see him out there, it's like, wow, you are really way much bigger than what we thought. Uh, so that was good. It was good to see, you know, Milton out there getting some burn as well. Defense, we're going to be smothering. Uh, Shout-outs to Big Ja making a play. He, yet again, trying to clog up the main lane. He's Big Ja. Big Ja. You know, but – uh. Shout-outs to him, man. But overall, it was a good performance. I mean, what are people expecting? We have the easiest schedule. 
in 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 power five damn near. Like no, what's it? Hear me, hear hear me out. Yeah. Our fan base, this portion of the fan base that we're talking about right now, if you can envision the Mamba mentality commercials, do you remember those back in the day? Kanye West, what can I oh, do? Yeah. I've broken records. More records. More records. I've done everything you wanted, but are you the same animal within the, a diff, beast? different beast? What the fuck, Cubby Brian? Just, <laughs> like, like what? Like I'm, I'm just confused as to what people are expecting. Y'all wanted us to go out there and put up 100 points. We got close enough. We got 48. Okay. Um, we need to show our entire playbook. We need to go and drop dogs by like dogs by 150. <laughs> in the comment section of every preview game, uh, dogs, dogs by ninety is what we need keep to it, keep in mind, folks. Hear me out. So we're going to get started on this, right? You you have to take a look at the the grand scheme of things, right? Not you know for what it's worth, the offense struggled. You know they say struggled, but like the offense wasn't clicking in the first half. Second half, shit changed. But if you look at it, Carson Beck was doing all the right things. He, I mean, I think the one questionable pass to me was the dropped third down slant to Dominic. Yeah. That one he threw behind him, that should have been an easy catch because that's probably a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think I needed to see what I saw, and I needed, and I saw it. I think that's him moving up in the pocket when needed. You saw him go through his progressions, go through his reads, hit the passes. Yeah, there was one where he had a slight hesitation with a um, with a linebacker dropping out and there was a four man rush instead of five, as expected. Um, and he threw the ball. The only, I mean, the other thing you could have done at that point was throw it out of bounds. Uh, it looked like a near pick. Um, the, hell, the DB made a damn good play. But overall, I was excited to see it. I, I mean, he looked good for what it's worth, for sure. Um, just first start, man. Like, you know, people can say he's been here for four years, all this and that. It's still – he hasn't played a significant snap until Saturday. Yeah, I mean, I think people got to keep in mind with Carson Beck all of what is really weighed on him. You just sat on the bench. You've been here for four years. You sat on the bench for the last two. Last two, the previous quarterback just went back to back. Now you're coming in. Of course, there is a lot of pressure on this kid, and I get that. I understand it. But what I'm saying is, is this. People were expecting, like, I don't know what, like, honestly. Because at the end of the day, I knew the kid was going to be nervous. We're the back- who, who wouldn't back- be? Back- I don't care what opponent you're playing. It's your first career game. You're starting it. There's always going to be nerves there. Fuck, there's always going to be nerves when you get on the field anyway at times. I mean, you're the back-to-back defending national champions. Can we just give the kid a couple of games? I mean, honestly, we play Ball State next week. But after that, we have South Carolina. Can we at least reserve judgment, on the uh, harsh judgment on the kid until South Carolina? Same thing. UT came into the game with a great game plan. We're just going to drain the clock. If that means we got to take delay of games, fine. If it means we got to continue to get pushed back on a third on third downs, fine. But they were willing to do that to help keep the ball out of our hands. It was a good game plan. Plus, we're starting a guy who's never played, who's never started. 
he's never he's, started he's, for he's, us. He's played, but again, it's it's one of those he's, things it's, where it's, it's never it's never he came into the game and started. Yeah, I mean, so again, I think and um, to what I think, what I saw defensively at first, I think when you first saw the the defense on the field, there was some over aggression and some over pursuit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. I think I'm going to get the kind of the eh, news out first. There's really not a lot of bad news about our defense. Just not. Um, I would say that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how we handle edge, uh, edge play, right? Setting the edge. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, Chad Shambles came in and bull rushed in and the quarterback just pulled it and ran right where he was at. And it's just like, was that by design or should he be setting the edge a little bit more? So there is that. Uh, also, because it is Monday night, there is the Clemson-Duke game on. So for anybody that is curious, as we're watching and you're watching us, uh, Duke is up 13-7. to and Wait, field- what the hell? Yeah, Duke's up 13-7, and Clemson just missed a field goal to put it to seven or 13-10. So it's actually 13-7, they missed a field goal. So Duke has the ball now. Uh, I will say this, and, and yet again. Overreaction Monday, Monday morning, Monday afternoon quarterbacking, however you want to call it. To be in a dogfight with a college basketball powerhouse hmm, doesn't necessarily bode well for your season, especially after you got Florida State beating LSU. Been trying to put that there. Been trying to tell people, man, Duke's on a different level compared. This ain't your Cutcliffe Duke by any means. Um, but enough about that. We're going to talk Georgia football. I think there's some interesting stats here. Uh, like I said, Carson Beck goes 21 for 31 at 68%, 294 yards, average of nine and a half yards per uh, attempt with a, with one touchdown, no picks, but also a rushing touchdown as well. Uh, Brock Vandegrift, two for three, 77 yards with a tutty. Uh, had that nice-looking drive. Uh, Gunnar Stockton comes in as well. Um, you know, kind of a situation where receivers, we didn't get a 100-yard receiver, didn't get close to a 100-yard rusher, uh, somewhat balanced for what it's worth. A lot of, I guess you could say a lot of different things happened, right? Lad McConkey, Marcus Rosemary, Jack Saint, both not playing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you're looking at some situations where, you know, how can I explain it? It's, it's, it's almost like chaos, right? With our schedule, you – there's really no fear for what it's worth, especially on these guys coming back to back, right? You have to you have to kind of create this situation, right? So when you look at it, I'm just sitting here looking at it in a sense where, you know, you don't have two receivers, so you kind of have to see like Makai Muse and, and, and all these other guys, right? CJ Smith, all this, whatever. Shout outs to Makai Muse. Let's just let's just stop real quick. Shout outs to my boy Makai Muse. You know, the 5'8 king going out there and scoring touchdowns and things. Shout outs to my guy Makai. I will I will say this though. When you know there's a lot of rotation, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball, right? A lot of I don't necessarily I think we got a couple of sacks, but that's about it. Um <coughs> excuse me. But I think at the same time, right? Like overall, you have let's see, you have several receivers. Uh, getting a reception, you know what I mean? I think you had 10 guys get your reception, 10 or 11 receivers mm-hmm. get rece- at least one reception, and that's without two being out. <laughs> um, but no, you know, 
so we, we've talked about this right here, but let's kind of jump into this. Uh, let's start our uh, report cards, right? But I mm-hmm. want to break. I want to jump into this first. Our first sponsor of the night, and that's Apotheos, folks. Started my Monday off right, getting some Apotheos coffee in my system. Right, scan the QR code if you're watching or if you're listening. Go to dgdpodcast.com. Check the shop drop down menu. Check, click Apotheos. It'll take you to their site. Twenty percent of every single bag of coffee or K cups that you purchase will go to the Classic City Collective. Classic City Collective. Shout outs to them. Supporting the dogs. You supporting a damn good company. It's quite literally the coffee of champions. If give them a shout on Instagram or Twitter slash X at, at Apotheos Roastery on Instagram or Apotheos Coffee on Twitter slash X. Make sure to go give them a follow. Let them know DGD Podcast sent you. And again, use our link and get you some damn good coffee. It's just simple as that, folks. Hell yeah, baby. I need that, that cold brew. I need that cold brew. I can't mm. live without it. Mm. Can't live without it. Mm-mm. Apotheos Coffee. All Thanks. right. Let's now we jump to the report cards. So Obviously, Georgia wins 48-7 convincingly, mm. right, for what it's worth. Um, let's start with the quarterbacks, man. Let's start with the quarterbacks. Keon, do I need to read off any stats or anything like that for you just to help you get a, uh, a you know, grade on the report card? Or if you don't, what would you get? Yeah. yeah, go ahead and read off some of the stats for me if you can. All right. Let me see here. So, like I said, Carson Beck. Carson Beck, 21 for 31, 294. 294 mm-hmm. yards passing and a tutty, right? Passing touchdown, but also three three rushes for 12 yards and a rushing touchdown. Car, uh, Brock Vandegrift, two for three, 77 yards, touchdown. And then uh, Gunnar Stockton, three for five, 29 yards. Also two rushes for 18 yards. I mean, honestly, for Carson, or so you're talking about individually for the quarterback? No, as a, as a position, overall position group. What would you, we're doing position report cards. So how would you rate the quarterback play Saturday? I mean, I'd, I'd give it overall, I'd say about an A minus. I mean, I'm not necessarily worried about it too much. Uh, everybody that you had go out there pretty much had a positive average based off of what you were talking about from the completion. Uh, yeah, I mean, to, to have Carson to go out there in his first game, he's putting up 294 through the air. Not really, not really much you could really say about that. But yet again, I'm not one of those that's freaking out. I'm not one of those that's overreacting. No, I, I think I, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it an A minus as well. I think the, the room for improvement was would be Carson back in the beginning, right? Um, and what I mean by that is just completing the throws, right? There was a couple that were on him. There were some drops, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there there was a deep shot early to I think it was Arian Smith that went off the mark. Not going to necessarily ding him for, a, for you know for a long ball, right? They're hard to they're hard to gauge. But um, you know that like I said that that uh, that pass to Dominic Lovett where he just threw it right behind him uh, in the end zone. I don't know if you remember where he overthrew Arian Smith mm-hmm. or threw it behind him and over. You know, things like that, right? And, but again, for a first start, an A minus is absolutely acceptable. Uh, and that's and, and that's not even, you know, I haven't even mentioned, you know, Brock's drive, right? Brock's touchdown drive. It's a thing of beauty, right? Long ball to Rara, then followed up with a pass to uh, 
to uh, Oscar Delt. Now, the thing about the Oscar Delt pass is it could have been more accurate. It was a little bit low behind him, but that's just Oscar Delt being a dude. <laughs> that's just my thoughts on it. Like, it's just a dude. Um, made him look good, scored a tutty, and go from there. Uh, Gunnar Stockton, my guy, we got to teach you to slide. Because bully yeah, ball, no, what, what you did, what you listen, I understand that you can get away with this bully ball stuff at Raven County. But I'm just looking out for your safety because when it comes to SEC ball and you try doing that, you might not work out as great. Not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying I'm looking out for you. A hundred percent. Because we saw some quarterbacks this weekend that need to know how to slide. Looking directly at you, Graham Mertz. Jesus. Or Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Oh. Well, we got to save that for the next one, man. We really do. But Jesus, yeah, man. Yeah, we got to save that here. Um, no, other, I mean, overall, man, I, I think A- is a solid grade. I really do. Uh, there was a lot of bright spots, especially from the back, uh, the you know, the second and third, right? Brock and Gunner. Uh, mm-hmm. Carson Beck, you know, got in that that uh, first job after the half. You know, still had some struggles. Listen, I think another thing, too, Carson Beck is a rhythm quarterback. And that game, there was no sense of rhythm. And I think some of it was due to UT Martin as well. Um, I'm not going to speculate, but there were a lot of injuries and people going down on UT Martin's side. Just going to leave that there. Uh, I'm not going to speak on that any further. You take it how you will. But it, when those things happen like that, it does kind of slow you down because there were times where Carson Beck looked like he started to get into a rhythm. Guy goes down, and then it just forces you to restart. It's literally like starting your car trying to start it up it cranks and then it stops and you got to redo it all over again right it's hard to get back shit going back it right the way you need it to sometimes um mm. so it was never a sense of rhythm um you know it wasn't necessarily one of the f- more fun games to watch because again i think this georgia this offense pro- should should really benefit with a tempo offense right if they run tempo they're gonna be a problem yeah and, and carson when he gets into a um, when he gets into a rhythm i think he just looks a lot better what I saw at G-Day, got into a rhythm early. My man lit it the fuck up. So I'd like to believe that moving forward, if he gets into a rhythm, which allows us to go tempo, Mike Bobo, please listen. Uh, we'll have to ask Juan to make sure he understands and listens to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Just going to leave that there. But <laughs> I, I just think that if you go tempo and, and get into a rhythm, this offense is unstoppable. <laughs> I mean, honestly, especially it when is. it comes to creating plays in space, uh, I mean, we do have a very talented wide receiving core coming into this season that I think it's going to really help set us up to make plays downfield or go vertical, as some fan bases would say. Yeah. Awesome. Um, running backs, man. Um, I'm, I'm going to give my running grade, my running back room, I'm going to give it a C plus. And, and the yeah, reason honestly. I say the reason why I say that is it's 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 just a banged up group, right? It's Honestly, just a banged up group. Um, I mean, you had Roderick Robinson, you had Cash Jones, you know, Kendall Milton, not even fully healthy, was yeah. running, you know. So, I mean, you, you the I think Kendall Milton was the highest uh, rusher, and I think he had nine totes for fifty three yards. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So your leading rusher had fifty three yards. Uh, that's obviously room for improvement. Again. I understand this room is banged up right now. They lost Branson for the season. Kendall's mm-hmm. not fully healthy. He's not 100%, right? Dejan Edwards sat out 
just not fully healthy, right? This running back room's got to, it's going to get healthier. And then I think as you see Roderick Robinson getting more touches and more comfortable, it, it's going to get interesting. I, I just think so. But I've, I've got to go C+. Plus. What would you give him? I would honestly say – I would say a C. I mean, yet again, our, our running back room is insanely banged up. I do think when it comes time for us to play South Carolina, we're going to be a far more healthier running back room. Uh, it was good to see Milton come out there, but yet again, he's not fully healthy. Like you mentioned, Roderick Robinson, like I spoke on earlier. Uh, Andrew Paul, Cash Jones, but Andrew Paul was very interesting for me. Um, to see him back in the fold. He looked he looked fairly you could tell you could tell it's been a long time since he's ran the ball yeah, in a real game. But yeah. I think it'll get better. It would definitely get better as time. I just I just sure. think that that is honestly more of like a motion thing. Like once he gets himself more into a motion of getting back out there, I think it's gonna be good. Cash Jones, uh there were some things that I saw that I liked from from all of the guys. There were things that I saw that I didn't like, but also keeping in mind that we are a very much so damaged running back room. Uh, Cash Jones, I need you to understand where the first down marker is, my guy. Um, if Once they fake the handoff inside, I see you cut up the A-gap of the center trying to cut through the seam there. You take three steps, turn around, and beg for the ball. Like, you got to understand, if it's if it's a second and five, third and five, you got to just got to get behind that first down marker. But, I just I think that will come with experience as well. hundred percent. Right? I mean, that's why I'm not freaking out about it. Yeah, like that'll definitely come in with time for sure. Uh, I mean, overall, again, it, the the average grade is because you there's no way to go above and beyond here, right? You're looking at a banged up running back room that for, statistically didn't do all that much, and we'll talk a little bit more about the offensive line. I see Seed Visions talking about some stuff. We'll get there, um, but yeah, uh, receivers. I, you know, Keon, I'll let you start on your first grade here. How would you rate the receivers for the uh, for Saturday's game? Honestly, I'd say you B plus, B B plus. I mean, yet again, Dominic. I'm watching Carson step back. I'm watching some guys step back and just drop it right there in the bread basket for you. You got to pull it away from it. Um, I understand first. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not really, I'm not really freaking out about it all. Uh, it was just a timing thing. But as, as the game went on, you saw that the, the connection got better uh, from our wide receiving court to the quarterbacks. Um, did see that impressive pass that we were able to see from Ra Ra Thomas catching it down the seam, honestly. Um, I thought it was a great catch for him. But overall, I'll say a B plus. I mean, Yet again, people were not overreaction, Monday overreaction, okay? But understand, it's the first game. Some of these guys have never played here before. Some of these guys have never started here before. So we just got to give them some time, honestly. And with our schedule, I think it permits it. I mean, we, we don't begin to get into our conference play until week three. Next week, we have Ball State. Do you know where Ball State is? I don't. <laughs> um, Duke uh, just recovered a fumble in the red zone. First and 10, Duke's ball at their own 10. Still up, th- still up 13-7, by the way. Third quarter? 5-17 left in the third quarter. Jeez. And then I'm telling you, that's another thing. We got to – 
Ah, man. Y'all got to really t- y'all gotta tune in for the podcast on Wednesday. Israel, Israel is giving us live updates with scores. Um, so we'll, we'll start using that. We'll focus more on our show. Um, 100%. Listen, college football's back, baby. That's what we do. All right, 100%. so bear with us. Uh, I'm going to go B here, solid B. And the reason uh-huh. why I say that is the receivers did at times drop passes too. Not like mm-hmm. – it's, it's, it's difficult because we – you know, there's certain situations like we don't know, right, Carson – like that Carson back to Aaron Smith, that deep shot, first deep shot. If, if, you know, it's hard for me to, you know, critique anybody, right? Because you don't know if Aaron messed up with taking any kind of step or just off the, right, off the situation. I don't know. But I think when you look at it right here, I think there's some to be desired, right? Again, if you had like McConkie back and Marcus Rosemary Jack Saint back, I think this thing could be completely different. I'm going to give it a solid B. And I think the reason being is you didn't really have a lot of these, like, we had explosive plays. Right. I mean, you have what I think you had what, 10 explosive plays. Like by, what I mean by that is 20 or pl- 20 or more yards. So it's not the lack of execution in regards to, you know, f- explosive plays. It's just not flashy. I'm not worried about that. But I think when you when you look at the situation, there were some that kind of had a drop. I think Lovett experienced one in the back of the end zone. A wide open touchdown gets, you know, drops. Now, I don't know if the DB got a hand on it. Looked like there may have been a hand there, but I'm not necessarily sure. Uh, it looked like there may have been, but it hit his hands, it dropped it wide open touchdown. So I think there's some room left to be desired. I'm not bashing, but when you have Mr. McKay Muse come in and take a screen, 54 yards for the tutty, also watching the perimeter blocking, right? Because Marcus Rosemary Jack Saints typically known for your. Um, you know, typically known for that, right? Typically, you're out a sub blocker. Didn't have them, so the perimeter blocking opened up these screen games, right? Get some good plays out there. So I have to be, I have to be um, happy with the perimeter blocking in game one. So I have a B. But also now we move to tight ends, and I'm giving this a solid A. Hundred percent. I mean, Brock Bowers is just out here letting y'all know that he is not playing with anybody. I mean, you know, we were seeing things of him being in Heisman consideration and he's not taking any of this lightly. Um, shout outs to, so yet again, shout outs to Brock Bowers, Oscar Delp. See you out here catching plays, my boy. Hell catching yeah. Tutties. Catching tutties. Love it. Love it. Need more of it. Yeah, I think uh, Pierce Berlin got in toward the end as well. I don't know if necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't think he got a catch or anything, but I do think. Um, I mean, like from a tight end perspective, you're looking at Rock Bowers five uh, five receptions for 77 yards, and he also had a three yard rush for a touchdown. Um, and then obviously Oscar dealt two for 24 with a touchdown. So yeah, but also I, I'm you know I say a I might have to go a minus. Uh, and the only reason I'm putting an A minus is because Brock Bowers lost a fumble. That's the only thing it is. That's the only <laughs> thing about. Hey man, hey man, best player on the team. What say something negative about him? I don't like the color of his socks. I mean, listen. I, th- I think obviously, listen. He 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 provided that spark on offense, hundred percent, right? But at the same time. I don't, I don't care if you're the best player in the country or you're a walk-on. 
it doesn't matter if you don't have the ball in your hands and you don't protect the football. That is a fact. At the end of the day, you have to protect the football. Now, listen, I'm not mad about it. Brock Bowers. You've done too much. You've done too much. <laughs> 77 yards. You, you Listen, this time Monday, next week, we're probably sitting here with Juan because Juan's about to be a number 11 in the all-time career receiving yards. Hopefully, Juan can stay there for another week. I'm not buying it because I yeah, think Brock Bowers about to ball the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Sorry, Juan. I got Juan. him on my fan. Yeah, man. Here. Yeah, most definitely. Shout-outs to Juan, man. But, yeah, no, he's going to ball out. Uh I got him on my fantasy team, so I need him to ball out. Oh, look at that. Yeah. He, I mean, for what it's worth, though, man, like the tight ends, you know, had some good plays, right? I liked I liked the athleticism that we saw with um, with Oscar Delp. I think you look at the tight end blocking, right? Oscar Delp looked really look, – looked apart. Some plays where he kind of like – how can I explain it? It looks like he overran, you know, the, a, a backer or whatever. But I think he got he got us he got washed in right washed down a little bit and forced the like, forced his route off and it messed things up. But yeah, just I think it was overall a really good performance. Uh, a lot to grow on too uh, potential there. Uh, Jeff's letting us know that Clemson's missed three field goals and fumbled at the five. Holy cow! Yeah, yeah I saw that. I was like, ooh, ooh. yikers. Um, <laughs> Game one, guys. Welcome to welcome to week one, first game. Uh, <laughs> offensive line. This is where we have this expectation on this mm-hmm. offensive line, right? Outside, I mean, you have Ernest Green coming off of the back injury, getting to start at left tackle. Yeah, basically like playing a freshman at left tackle, if you will. One hundred percent. Other than that, though, the other four guys, seasoned vets, but they're. They're left a lot to be desired in the first half. And for me, I'm going C minus. I think the second half, everything started smoother. It got smoother. We were moving moving the piles more. But that first half just hurts, especially especially when you look at the expectations of that offensive line, right? There were plays where we were just getting beat, no movement on combo blocks, things like this. It's just not no movement. And that's just not normal. Us. Not yeah, us. it's Definitely yeah, not. it's not it's it's not us. Uh, I would honestly give it a C as well. Um, yet again, new new situation. I just I'm just not trying to overreact. But overall, when I look back at it, there were different points where you're seeing guys not necessarily get to their blocks in time to help set up those, those rushing lanes. Now you got running backs who are coming in. Some of which are coming back from injury, expecting a hole to be here and it's not there. So now they're, they're having, it's like having a course, correct. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it wasn't the best performance. I'll say that. For yeah, sure. I think again, I think C minus and C sounds fair. Um, before we wrap this, uh, before we wrap the offensive side of this piece up, what would you give the overall offense report card, the team offense report card? Do you have any? Uh, on the offense, I give them a solid B. I was where I was going with it. Honestly, a solid B. It it's so. Here's the thing: it's not enough for me to say oh wow we're phenomenal we're we're about to beat everybody by 90 but it wasn't 
bad enough for us to look into the camera and be like, oh shit. We like suck. we've got some problems. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it this way. I'm 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 curious to see if this is true or not. Mm-hmm. I hope we've matured enough to not play down to competition like we thought there were at times. Yeah. Because I mean, when you look at right when you look at how we started the game or the the game last year with Oregon, right, came out on a different level, executing everything, right? Like it was aggression, perfect. Aggression, 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 aggression. But at the same time, right, that's Stetson Bennett's second year start and all that stuff. So I'm not necessarily upset when you've got a situation with a first-time starter, right, still throwing for near 300 yards. Guys, you want to complain about Carson Beck and the offense struggling to start the – guess what? He still threw for more than Joe Milton and Jalen Milrow. Guys, it could be worse. It could be worse. You want to know why? You could be Ohio State and just still not throw a touchdown pass. Hey, man. KTG over here saying all else. I know he's trolling. I know. It's because he ain't got Stetson to sit there and cheer for. He's got to go to the Rams now. No. Simple enough. It's okay. I understand. Thank you for your honest feedback. Uh, Anyways, let's move over to the defense. Let's start D-line. D-line. What would you see, man? How would you feel? I'm going to say I saw a good B plus. I don't think it was like our most aggressive standpoint. Um, I'm going to just honestly go with B plus. I mean, I we were rotating guys in. We only got one sack on the game, which if we really are out here trying to set, trying to find guys within our lineup that can help set that edge for us. Um, when, but for me, I'm going to just go with – I'm gonna go with a B plus. I'm gonna go. I with think B. B. I think B plus is fair too. Um, oh, can't you just aggravated? Okay, fair enough, I suppose. No, I get it. I mean, I I get it. Like if you're, if you came into this thinking that you know what we're gonna be hitting people in the face by a hundred points, I understand the frustration. But I'm here to letting you know. I'm here to let you know that's not how it's gonna go. Okay, we're gonna softball our way into this. Like I will, because it's not going to be a hundred miles per hour from jump, especially when we don't really even play an SEC opponent until week three. Why go all out? Well, I do think. I mean, for what it's worth, right? Offensively, you didn't have a crazy game plan, but even then, mm. Todd. Listen, Todd Munkin didn't even do that shit against like your Kent States and stuff. Kind of kept it vanilla, right? Like hundred percent. For what it's worth, too, I think there were some wrinkles there. Um, that that Bobo had, uh, you could see some Bobo s touches there. Uh, the 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 truck sweep, oh, it's a beautiful thing. Getting Kendall Milton out, or no Rod, it was Rod getting out mm-hmm. there. Uh, kind of made me feel like it was a um under center, but I wish it was. It wasn't. I loved. I love me some under center toss sweep. Just bring it back. Carson Beck is a pro style guy. Let him do it, please. Let him do it. Get Deshaun. Get Deshaun Edwards out. Ooh, ooh, we. That's exciting right there. Just gonna leave that there. But um, but no, I, I, you know, for what it's worth, listen. First start, get the get the jitters out. You're focused. You know, listen. I'm I'm happy with his performance. He he, like I said, he managed the offense. Uh, didn't turn the ball over. Right. Didn't make that kind of mistake. That's key. Right. First start. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, like I said, been saying this all off season. I'm still waiting to see that first bit of adversity and how he responds to it. Hmm. I, I trust his. I trust his vision. I trust his command of the offense. I'm not worried. 
about Carson Beck, and neither should you, at least not yet. Plain uh, and simple. Yeah, moving to the defensive line again. Um, I'm going to go B-plus as well. I'm mm-hmm. going B-plus as well. I think we we saw flashes of dominance. And what I mean by that, when you have – I'm trying to remember the exact play, but you had Michael, Jalen Walker, Jordan Hall, Gabe Harris, mm-hmm. and s- someone else. Um, shit, I don't remember. But either way, if you remember, those guys got to the ball with a fucking fury got there with a purpose they moved they got there quick to me when you see that right there the the speed is just downright fucking nasty right so we're grouping edge and um we're grouping edge and d-line interior so keep that in mind as well keon um again it's just you didn't have a lot of guys giving up right their gap assignments right like small things that could make big plays happen from the you know from a from their offense. Uh, so you didn't see that. Again, I did think maybe the B-plus comes from or some of the edge containing, right? I think he can get better. I think Marvin Jones Jr. is going to kind of be a kind of nice addition there, if you will. And um, as we can – as I read this, Clemson just – Time out. Clemson fumbled on the one-yard line? God, that boy. Something I'm sorry. Dirt. I'm sorry, but that's – Something in this, something in that Durham air, man. Something in that Durham air tonight must be, boy. Someone making some turnovers for real. Because Duke's fumbled twice, I think, too, or muffed a muffed a field goal, or no, muffed a punt, and fumbled the ball. So, oh, returned seventy yards the other way. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Uh, uh, Sorry, guys. We have kind of like live breaking news, if you will. Uh, Didn't make a graphic for that, but. uh, that's kind of important because that leads us to our segment down the road at the end of the show. Yeah, so keep it does. that in mind. Keep that in mind. But Keon, give me your experiences and, and your observation on the D line. I mean, yet again, uh, not too many guys really blowing their assignments. Yet again, big shout outs to Big Jaw for making plays. Got his uh, first uh, got his first tackle, man. It was fun to watch that, man. Really was. Hell yeah. Shout outs to Big Job, man. I'm really excited for him. Uh, But overall, not too many. I didn't see enough things for me to be completely discomforted with what our defense did, our our defensive line did. I'm not. Yet again, we played a lot of guys, some of which redshirt freshmen. Can't really overreact, you guys. I mean, can't really. Overreact. I don't know if you remember. Did you? So that sequence, man. I, there was some true freshman got in and got some run early, and like Jordan yeah. Hall, Jordan yeah. Hall was getting in there and getting some run early, and that speaks volumes. Um, making plays too, right? I think you look at um, Gabe Harris got in on a uh, sack. I think mm-hmm. I helped Michael on a situation there, mm-hmm. so, oh, and Christian Miller. Hold on, Christian Miller had a good game too. A hundred percent. So hundred percent. Like we, we talked about this depth all through summer camp, all through into the fall. It's gonna pay dividends, right? Because you're able to rotate, keep guys fresh, and you still have the ability to push and disrupt the pocket. Now the the thing about it is you have UT Martin's quarterback able to scramble, 
right? Again, we stems back to the situation. We've got to be able to set the edge. Nolan Smith was excellent at this. Be able to sacrifice the pass rush to set the edge and not let shit pass. That's yeah. something that these guys have got to learn, and I think it will come with experience and game reps, right? You look at Marvin Jones Jr., you look at uh, Chas Chambliss, these guys have got it squared away, and I trust this defensive line, uh, Trey Scott, to get that situated. I just do, and, and, and Uzo will do the same thing. Simple as that. Uh, moving to the linebackers, Keon. I'm going to give the linebackers solid A-. minus. Hmm. Flying around, right? Xavier Sori. Xavier Sori, I thought, did really well. You had Small Mondin actually make a uh, – actually play, right? Um, so that tells me I think you see him get situated in a sense where he'll be able to be available right sooner than we expected. It's always a good thing. But Xavier Sori did the right things. He, he didn't make key mistakes that cost the team, right? Uh, and then you have C.J. Allen coming in and getting a lot of run early and often too, and that is something that you should note. Yes, yes. That is uh, something you should know. I mean, between Rice, Dean, now you got Allen. You, you got a lot of guys here that are going to be in the fold, which is exactly why I say it's great to, you know, yet again, when you have that depth, you, you're able to make different moves. You're able to plug and play guys. And, and that's one of the biggest things, even when it comes to recruiting, that I believe Georgia even uses is like, hey, look, if you come here, you know, you can complete to, you can compete to play and be able to get into the game. Uh, yet again, during the early parts of the season, it's good to run your depth because you don't know how the season is going to play out for you. Your your linebacker, your Mike linebacker could end up being out, could be out for like four or five weeks. You don't want to have yourself in a situation where you're not getting guys reps and they get out there in their food. So getting into the swing of the season, starting out week one, you're giving guys more reps. You're giving them opportunity to familiarize themselves with the playbook and to understand where they need to be on field or on the field, because it's different for you to just run that through practice, that game time speed, that game time, because you can, you can audible out of plays and, and so many different things as well in the game time and it's going to be able to give you a real uh indicator of how your season could end up going by playing your uh young guys and giving them a chance to get in there so i I think it's good to really exercise your depth and you know really give the young guys some burn yeah no i mean i i I genuinely think that we're going to be (laughs) a-okay even if like even when monday comes back it's things will be a completely different feel to it as well uh, but Xavier Story, man, I think as he gets those reps, uh, he's going to find a way to stay on the field. And then, you know, you look at guys like Jalen Walker as well, getting in there and creating havoc, um, you know, coming off the edge and everything like that as well. He's there. All, all these guys are developing. And you 100%. And seeing that against a different team, I think, is comforting, right, to know that they're getting developed. Obviously, we know that they go against our offense. But when you go against someone else and you still develop and you make plays, that's key for me. Uh, looking at looking at DBs, man. Um, I'm going. Oh God, I'm going. I think I'm going A plus. Yeah, I am. And well, you got you got Kyron Jones. Shout out Charlotte. Shout uh, shout out to the Charlotte man. You know, true freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, pick six right at the end yeah. of the game. Get us to forty eight. But I think another thing, and Clint, uh Duke just scored, so it's nineteen to seven. Waiting a field goal. Um, uh, what quarter is it? 
fourth with 10.42 left. Sheesh. Guys, uh, as I get back to my uh, – actually, I'm going to take a quick second here. There's a term called Clemsoning, and it might be coming back. Shh, we'll see. Don't get your hopes up, though. Um, but anyways, no, Kyron, uh, Kyron Jones, pick six. Beautiful thing to see, too. Um, just the way he got it, right? Kirby, actually, it was funny to hear Kirby say it was a luck. Oh, they So 21-7, by the way, they went for two and got it. Jeez. I feel like a fucking moron because I made a hot take. If you don't remember this, I made a hot take. And it was, I think, I think Duke could beat them. And go to yeah. the ACC title. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, this is, <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah, we we were all wrong on that. I can't. Wednesday is going to be such a crazy show. To everybody that's tuning in and watching this, you got to watch us live Wednesday. I promise you, you're not going to want to miss it because I got a lot to say. Now, I mean, oh. we, still, we well, I think I mean we still doing our segment at the end. Uh, we're speaking oh, of yeah. What's your what's your grade? That way we can get to this. What do you think? Honestly, I'll go with A plus as well. Uh, saw a couple of guys out there make some plays. A uh, little bit of a uh, little bit of a uh oh um, that I saw from Everett. But outside of that, I mean, God, once once we really get into conference play, man, I I can't wait. What next week? Next week, I can't wait. Ball State. Well, I'll just leave it there. I'm going to give it like, – like, we both said A+. plus Safety trio, Starks, Bullard, Tyke Smith right there, that earned you A+. Plus. They played their fucking ass off, and it was beautiful. 100%. Just going to leave that there. Uh, special teams. Special teams, A. Yeah. Had to, punt, had to punt more than expected, but didn't have a bad punt, so I'd give it an A, right? Give yeah. it an A. Major field goals. Speaking of, uh, I wish Kobe was here. Uh, tried to. I made my shot. Woodring mm-hmm. got Woodring got the kicks. So mm-hmm. Kobe was here. Man, oh man, I'll save it for Wednesday. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to save that it. one. Uh, also, shout outs to Woodring. Also on my fantasy team. Look at appreciate you. you going. Appreciate ahead and you taking a shot. I like it. Yeah. You too like to live dangerously. Just a um, little bit. All right. With that being said, let's go game balls, man. Game balls. Who are you giving your game ball to? You get two. You get two game balls. Uh, on the defense, I'm gonna have to give it to Jones, man. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean that walk off touchdown, great way to close it out there. Uh, offensively, honestly, I might have to go back. Like I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I mean I think he did everything that we needed in in, in a sense to kind of keep the game at bay. Then we started switching out guys, but uh, I'd I'd either say either Beck or. Yeah, no, I'm going Brock. I'm sorry. I got to go Brock. You going Brock Bowers over Beck? Yeah. Okay, so you got Brock and Kyron Jones? Yeah. All right, I'll go Beck. I think it's easy to understand. First win as a starter, almost 300 yards, right? Protected the ball, made good plays, stepped up in the pocket, showed the wiggle that we've been talking about, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think that's that's deserving of a game ball there on offense. Defense, I'm going Malachi Starks. My man showed me some things. We knew he was a good ball hawk, but his run support was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Coming down flat, like flying down, making plays in a backfield. Now, again, either one of those three safeties, right? Javon or Malachi or Tyke could deserve it too. 
But I'm just going with Malachi because Malachi was all over the field. And I mean, 100%. Just, and I'm not knocking at any of those guys because you could give three if you really wanted to. Those are their ass off. But I, I, I got to go there. Um, so, yeah, there's our game boss, folks. Keon, we got our second sponsor, um, Alumni Hall. Listen, guys, you've got an hour to go to our website, dgdpodcast.com. Go to shop, go to Alumni Hall, click that drop down, right? You have an hour, 20% off until midnight tonight. It's September 4th for Labor Day. Happy Labor Day, by the way. Use code LABORDAY23. Sorry for those that are listening because this won't be out in time. But for those watching, dgdpodcast.com or scan the QR code, shop the drop down, right? Click it, go get you some stuff for 20% off. Okay, do that there. Uh, Alumni Hall, all your licensed gear, accessories, all of it. Get ready for game day. Every single Saturday, they're there in Athens, Georgia, getting you ready. And every day in between, if you if you can get them in store, great. If not, just go to our website, folks. Just go to our website, shop their, shop their website, get you some stuff, and go from there. Listen, all this, all, you see me, I deck out in Georgia all the time. And most all of it comes from that. Alumni Hall. Just gonna leave it there. Yeah, I gotta get those shoes, man. I gotta get those shoes from oh, an alumni home. Next go around. Next go yeah, around. Cause yeah. I know I know those is already sold out. If you didn't see the new Air Maxes that came out, those things at Alumni Hall sold out in 30 minutes. Yeah. Shout yeah. outs to Alumni Hall. Yeah, 30 minutes. Insane. Um, so yeah. Keon, this is our first chance to introduce our new segment. Now, keep in mind, we still have the one game going on right now. So we're not getting to, we're not reviewing our picks tonight. We'll do that Wednesday. But we are able to take and introduce this new segment and go ahead and let them know what it is. Your team is trash. And you have to deal with that. My, oh, my. Keon, I know, I think I know, I got to let you get this off your chest. It's been brewing since Thursday night, which gives it away. But I'm going to I'm going to give you the mic. I'm just going to let you get it off your chest. Let us know your selection for your team is trash. The University of Florida for multiple reasons. But we're going to start with the simple fact why in heaven or hell does Graham Mertz have the number 15? We're going to put that one to the side. Buddy is home run sliding into contact and is getting baptized at contact. I'm st- there, The one good takeaway I can take away from that game, honestly, outside of everything Utah did, is Graham Mertz is tough. That's it. So the Florida Gators, your team is trash. And you have to deal with that. Oh, my God. I can't wait till Wednesday. Y'all better be here for this. I'm telling you. Y'all better be here. I got a lot of shit to get off my chest. I'm not going to lie. Oh, man. Um, so, for my selection, your team is trash and you have to deal with that. Folks, there's a certain team that we play in week three. And that team is the South Carolina Gamecocks. South Carolina, your team is trash and you have to deal with that. Hear me. Let me explain. The North Carolina Tar Heels sacked your quarterback 
nine times. Nine. That's that's one less than ten. See? Ten. One is nine, right? For those that can't do math, um, need visual math, that's fair. Um, that's a huge problem because, listen, going into this, I knew the offensive line was going to be a problem. I did. I knew. I thought running back was going to be another problem. But running backs don't have a problem if that offensive line of yours is such a glaring problem, right? Again, I think you had a chance to go in and try to get some guys from the portal so that are proven, right, some proven offensive linemen, some running backs. You didn't do that. And it costs you in week one. I still feel like you're going to make a bowl game, but you better fix that shit right the fuck now. Because if you don't, in two weeks, you come to Athens where the big dogs play and the big dogs eat because it's our yard. I, listen, if I'm Georgia right now, I'm, 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 I'm challenging every single Georgia player that might catch this. Guys, there's no way that you let North Carolina beat you in a sack count. I understand the quarterbacks get the ball out of their hands quick. So maybe it may, I'll, give you, I'll give you that benefit of a doubt. But I, I, that means the secondary better step up. Because you can. I know you're good at it. I know. I trust, I trust the secondary. Guys, there's no reason for me to believe that our defensive line and our defense in general is going to wreck shit in two weeks. It better. It better. Because if, again, call me overreacting, fine. Offensive line problems like that don't get fixed in one week. Don't get fixed in a season. It could yeah. Spencer Rattler. Uh, you you can scramble. I know it. You're gonna be doing a lot of it. I I don't see him getting away from Janelle Aguero coming off the edge. I I just don't see it. It's it's gonna be madness and mayday. Uh, whole lot of mayhem. Keon, you have you. We'll give you the op- opportunity to to name another team. Oh, hold on. By the way, let me finish up. South Carolina. Your team is trash, and you have to deal with that. Do you have any other selections, sir? Every single team I picked out of the SEC this week, besides us and, like, Tennessee, all of them disappointed me. LSU, what in the hell was that? So first play, you go from your side of the field to their – you go from your red zone to their red zone. You don't walk away with any points. You didn't put up any points in the second half virtually. I South, Look, you said South Carolina. I said Florida. LSU, your team is trash, and you have to deal with that. Boy, if y'all don't show up to this Wednesday show. If y'all are not here for the Wednesday show, I don't know what you're doing. I've got one. TCU, bring oh. that ass here. Bring oh that my. ass here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. TCU, you had one job for most all of college football world, and you didn't do it. You just – you took arguably one of the most – controversial coaches in all of college football right now, and you propelled him to a victory 
in which a lot of people chose that he wouldn't win, uh, ourselves included. Yeah. So you, so first off, you made us look stupid. Yeah. You made a lot of people look stupid. Yeah. Did Georgia break your defense? I genuinely I, have questions. Yes, we did that. Our bad. Um, I don't know what I saw. I, I did see what I saw, but I'm still baffled how it happened. But ultimately, TCU, your team is trash, and you have to deal with that. Are there any honorable mentions? <laughs> Jesus, you you know honor. You know what? No, man, I'm I didn't gave him too much already. Uh, y'all have to show up for the Wednesday show. I'm telling you, if you're not here, I don't know what you're doing, honestly. I mean, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I feel like there's a special segment coming for this, and we'll have to make it make it do. But uh, before we, but before we close out, right? Before we close out, to everybody that's in the Georgia fan base, relax, drink you some water, have a deep breath, take two, take three. What? Just, just relax. What? You're doing too much. What? It's too much to panic. What? We're we're not panicking. What? We're on the race to the three P, baby, and we on the way. Let's go, Ball State. I don't know where you are located. Do you know where Ball State is located? Uh, I can find out. Yeah, let's find this out. Let's find this out. Uh, continue. But we're on the Ball State. You know. Then after that, we it's the South Carolina Gamecocks. They come in, they come into town. Uh, I All mean, right. the season here, is here, just here, underway. here. You go. Here you go. Here you go. Where are they, Lou? Where are they? Muncie, Indiana. There's respectable athletes on both programs. Fair enough. Fair enough. Keon, any final words that we put this? Uh, that we put this UT Martin game to rest. Any final, any things to put this game to rest with? Uh, if you can't run the ball moving forward, and this just goes to anybody, if you can't run the ball moving forward, this is going to be a very tough season, especially if you also have a problem stopping the run. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. But good game. I mean, hey. You know, saw what we needed to see. Got some good reps. Glad Carson got the week one jitters out of the way. He's fresh. Give him time. He's going to cook. Still wet behind the ears. Listen, guys, again, I, I got to go back to the fan base because this, this, it genuinely upsets me in this situation. And I, I'm not calling everybody out. I'm calling the people that, that know they fit this bill. It mattered us all you want. You, you know who you are. You're not going to change. You're just not. Trust Kirby Smart. One, two. You're you're the reason. If the shoe fits, wear it. By the way, you're the reason. Jake Fromm left after his junior year when he could have came back and raised his stock. Didn't want to be here, man. His parents couldn't even watch home games because mm. they because you you just despite like come on we can do better. You can do better. Carson got the first start out of the way. Threw for more than Tennessee, more than Alabama's quarterback. 
listen, take it for what it's worth. It's the small things that add up. Mm-hmm. Right? All right. It's the small things that add up. Just understand there were some struggles. It is a first start. You expect the first start to go for 500 yards. You're absolutely fucking crazy. 100%. Absolutely crazy. Just gonna leave that there. It's insane to think that. There's gonna be some there's gonna be some hiccups. He mentioned it after the game. He mentioned it in press reviews, right? pressers and stuff. What you need to see and what you need to understand is you need to watch him go through his progressions, understand the offense, command the offense, right? Protect the football and go from there. You got the talent around you. All you got to do is I ain't, I don't want to say manage the game because I do think you need to be the I, th- I think you need to be that guy, right? I think you do. But again, it's a team game, right? It helps to have the talent that you do around you. But again, as long as you don't do the things to you know to cost us the game, right? Don't fumble the football. Don't throw picks. Obviously, it can happen. But I'm just saying, right? Just saying, there. We'll be fine. But take a fucking chill pill, folks. If 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 you're that upset and you're sitting there hating Bobo and hating Carson Beck and you want a quarterback change, guys, really? It's week one. It's week one. Just With a new relax. Yeah, take a chill pill, bro. Simple as that. It's not as, yeah, man. I'm just gonna let them know, man. Obviously, if you're a Georgia fan and you're watching this show, drop a like, follow, subscribe because kind is gonna keep flowing. All season long. And then when you think it's the off season, we don't stop. We are a year-round podcast, year-round live show, right? If you're a Georgia Bulldog fan, make sure you like, follow, subscribe. If you're listening, leave us a review. Five stars preferred, but we ain't going to force you to do nothing, right? Just keep it there. But Keon, if, you're, if you find this show and you're not a Georgia fan... Let them know, fam. Your team is trash. You got to deal with that. Go, dogs. Go, dogs. That's all we Go got dogs. for y'all, folks. That's all That's we got it. for y'all. We'll That's it. We signing off. We signing off with that right there. We'll catch y'all next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.